Sunrise and sunset. Promise and fulfillment. Birth and death. The whole drama of life is written in the sands of time. We present a new series of radio programs, The Clock. How many stories have you heard that began with the words, once upon a time? Hundreds of them, perhaps, when you were younger, and when the hours of your life passed by in a more leisurely pace. You'd huddle in the big easy chair by the fire, while the old grandfather clock ticked the minutes away in a reassuring, monotonous, and soothing fashion. Your narrator would tell you a frightening tale of beauty and the beast. Then you'd scurry off to bed, happily secure in the knowledge that they lived happily ever after. Well, I have a story for you tonight that begins with Once Upon a Time. And, in a way, it's a modern version of Beauty and the Beast or Lady Bountiful. But I'm afraid that I am unable to guarantee that they lived happily ever after. The idea's ridiculous, naturally. But why? It's too dangerous, that's why. Oh, how can it be dangerous to want to help someone? But you can't just go into the street and pick up any old tramp. It's fantastic. Eve. Do you know how unhappy I've been since Ralph died? But what's your husband got to do with it? A great deal. He needed me while he was alive. He needed me badly. I don't say I was responsible for his success, but I do know I gave him inspiration. And that was what I lived for, Eve, when Ralph was with me. Uh, I suppose you consider yourself one of those women who has to mother every male in sight. Not really. What are you going to do? Just wander along somewhere until you find some filthy drunk to reclaim? Why not? Weakness isn't a crime. When a man's down and out, there must be a reason for it. And it may only take a few pounds and a little kind advice to straighten him out. Where on earth did you get this idea, Natalie? I saw in the papers today about some poor soul picked up in the street, an unidentified man who died of malnutrition. And chronic alcoholism? No, that isn't true. He hadn't been drinking. Anyway, I don't intend to look for an alcoholic. There are doctors and hospitals for those. All I want to do is find one man who needs my help. And do what I can for him. And what will that get you? I... I want to feel the way I felt when Ralph would come to me for advice. When he'd depend on me. And when do you intend to go on this hunt for the lost soul? This evening. You're mad, Natalie. You're just looking for someone to clout you over the head and take your purse. You needn't come with me. Natalie, for heaven's sake, forget it. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll dine at Louis, then go to a show. There's a musical I'm dying to see. I've made up my mind, Eve. I'm going through with this. Will you come with me? Oh, all right, I may as well. At least I'll be around to identify your body. What a neighborhood. Couldn't you pick a street with lights? There's a little park over there, Eve, with some benches. Let's sit down for a while. I'd give anything for a cocktail. Eve. What? Look. Lying on that bench. Yes, dear. It's a man. His face covered with newspaper. I'm going over to talk to him. Now, wait. Let me get a police. No. Do you want to frighten him? Look at the way he's lying there. 
How can you be afraid of a human being who's so pitiful? So close to being completely broken. Oh, all right. Give him some money and let's get out of here. You stay here, you. Natalie! Are you awake? Yeah, I'm awake. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disturb you. Oh, that's all right, lady. What do you want? Uh, well, I I, I... I... I just want to help you. Yeah? I'll give you some money if you promise to use it in the way I suggest. <clears throat> yeah. How much? What? Well, I said, how much do you want to give me? Well, how much do you need? Do you think you can buy a good suit of clothes for 15 or 20 pounds? I have 30 here that I... Uh, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> three tens. Will you... Will you use it to give yourself another chance to live like a decent human being? I really want to help you in other ways. If you'll just be honest with me. I can get you a job and I can... Wait. Uh, here. This is my card. Tomorrow morning, when you feel better, come over to my home and I'll make inquiries about a position for you. What's your name? Pike. Is, is that your last or your first name? It's my only name. Oh. Well, you, you have some money now. I, I expect you'll really make some good use of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll make good use of it. Good night, Mr. Pike. Good night, lady. Natalie, you had me frightened to death. What did he say? Nothing. I, I saw you give him some money. Didn't he even thank you? No. My dear, quick. Well, there you have it, Joan of Arc. Now you see how far kindness will get you. <laughs> Maybe you were right, Eve. He really didn't seem very impressed. I probably won't ever see him again. Now will you forget this idiotic notion of yours? All right. I feel better about it anyway. At least I drive. Where is he? Is he gone? No. He's just standing there staring at us. Come on, Natalie. Let's get out of here. Yeah, laddie. Me. Uh, come in, Pike. You gave me your card. I know. <laughs> but you don't look very glad to see me. Glad? Hmm. Uh, that's a funny word to use, Pike. Frankly, I didn't think you'd show up. Ah, but I'm here. Yes, you're here. What you looking at, lady? Your clothes. They're the same ones you had on last night. And you haven't even shaved. It ain't Saturday yet. Saturday? Hmm. Only shaving Saturday. Oh. You could at least have bought yourself some second-hand clothes. Uh, the ones I got on are okay. Did you spend the money I gave you? Well, <clears throat> I used it to pay some debts. Oh, well, that's something anyway. When a man turns over a new leaf, it's always a good idea to clear himself of his obligations. I got into a poker game last night. I lost. Then my debts I paid. Oh. 
Then why did you come here? You didn't do as I asked, did you? I came for some more money. More money? I need some more. Now, just a second, Pike. Let's understand each other. I have no intention of giving you money to gamble with. <laughs> I won't gamble. I placed my faith in you last night, and you've disappointed me terribly. I'd rather not let myself in for another disappointment. But I need some money, lady. You can get yourself a job and earn some. I'll call a friend of mine, if you like, and see if he can... I don't want a job. I, I want money. Well, you're not going to get any from me. Now, please leave. I have an appointment downtown. What's in there? In where? Oh, oh clothes, there. of course. Where are you going? How dare you? What's these men's suits doing in here? They belong to my husband. Now, will you please... Is he dead? Yes. <laughs> Just my size. Oh, this brown one's nice. Take your hands off that suit. Oh, won't you give it to me? Of course not. It's a nice suit. Only thing I have left to remind. Oh, why am I talking to you like this? It's none of your affair. Put the suit back and leave, please. Ah, oh, you wouldn't miss it, lady. The guy's dead, so he don't need it. Are you going, or must I call the police? Won't you give me that suit? Oh, all right, take it. Take it and go. <laughs> the good suit. you. This cab's on me for a change. It's been a lovely afternoon. I haven't been to the museum in ages. I'm afraid we're becoming a couple of lowbrows, Natalie. Really, we ought to be intellectual a little more often. <laughs> I guess you're right. Oh, by the way, I meant to ask you, you never heard of that raggedy tramp you helped last week? What made you ask that? Oh, I just wondered if he ever tried to follow you up for another touch. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, uh, I saw him the next day, but it was only for a moment. I, um, I gave the poor fellow a suit of Ralph's clothes. But what about that money? Oh, it doesn't matter, Eve. He's gone now. I haven't seen him since then, and it's been almost a week. I'm sure I'll never hear from him again. Driver, stop on this corner, please. But you're several blocks from home. Oh, I had some shopping to do. I'm dining in tonight for a change, all by myself. I haven't cooked a meal since... Well, since Ralph was with me. I'm going to spend a nice, quiet evening at home. Coming to say hello. How did you get in? The door was open. It wasn't open. I just unlocked it myself. What you got in those packages? Food. Let's see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah, steak, a hunk of pie. <laughs> Looks good. What's this? That's an avocado pear. What? Now, if you know what's good for you, you'll march right out of that door and leave this neighborhood as fast as you can. I never tasted an avocado. Did you hear what I said? I'll leave, lady, right after we have, uh, right after we have some dinner.
every species has its own particular life cycle, and they greatly vary in length of time. It is said that the sea turtle can live more than 200 years, and the elephant can go beyond the century mark. Man has given his three score and ten. And when we come to the insects at the bottom of the scale, we find they complete their lives in a single season. There is one species of life, however, that depends upon a host in order to exist. It is known as the leech, and it seems to me it might be logical to assume that the length of life this creature can look forward to depends in part upon how much blood he can squeeze from his victim. I'll take another cup of coffee. You've had two cups already. One more, Lee. Why don't you go? What are you waiting for? You've sponged a meal. Now leave me alone. Pass the sugar. Do you know what I'm going to do if you don't stop annoying me? I'm going to call the police. I'll have you arrested and they'll put you in jail. Pass the cream. What are you trying to do to me? Why do you keep following me this way? It's the first time I've lost my temper in years. And it's your fault. You got any money on your lady? I've given you money. I need some more. I gave you money and I gave you a suit. What did you do with the suit? You're not wearing it. I hawked it. It was a good suit. They gave me 15 quid. You're a parasite. You're like some horrible thing that attaches itself to your skin and you can't get rid of it. <laughs> You've got nice skin, lady. Take your hand off my arm. Hmm. Pink skin. I like pink skin. <laughs> If I give you some money, will you go away and never come back? How much? I've got 20 pounds in my bag. Take it, and for heaven's sake, don't come back here anymore. Let me have it. Here. Now get out. That was a nice dinner, lady. And will you stop calling me lady? I happen to have a name. Yeah, it was a nice dinner. Only, uh, <clears throat> next time, don't forget the toothpick. <laughs> Didn't you tell me you were going away for a few weeks? Why, yes. I'm going to visit my sister. When are you leaving? Tomorrow. Eve, Eve, would you do me a great favor? Of course. I'll never forget you for this, Eve. If only you'll say yes, please don't refuse me. Cecily, darling, you sound just awful. I'd never refuse you anything. You know that. I want to move into your flat until you get back. Is that all? Oh, you don't know what this means to me, Eve. It, it, it's... Darling, it's... calm yourself. What on earth is the trouble? Oh, it, it doesn't matter. I, I'll explain some other time. I've got to get out of this house, that's all. And I've got to get out immediately. You can move in in the morning, Natalie. Oh, thank you, Eve. Thank you. You're sure you'll be all right now? Yes, I'll be fine, Eve. And uh, you still don't want to tell me what the trouble is? Well, the whole thing's so, so ridiculous. I, I'm ashamed of myself. I'm just acting like a frightened child. By the time you come back, I'll have sold my home and bought another. And... Oh, you're going to sell that pretty house and buy a new one. Yes, and but the way the prices are these days, you'll never get anything. Oh, else. Eve, let me handle this, please. Look, you'd better hurry or you'll miss your plane. You'll be comfortable here. And I'll write to you. All right, Eve. Bye now. <laughs> Goodbye and have a nice trip. Thanks. Who is it? Who's there? 
same lady. Go away! Go away, I said! You ought to be more careful. Who would lock the door? You can never tell about burglars. How did you find out where I was? I followed you. What do you want? I've given you money and clothes. What are you after me for? Oh, please, please don't do this to me. What have I done to you? Why do you torture me this way? Please, I beg of you, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you look better when you cry than most women do when they laugh. If, if you try to stop me leaving, I, I'll get out of my way. No, just a minute, lady, just a minute. Get out of my way. Yes, ma'am? Sergeant, Sergeant, my name is Williams. Mrs. Natalie Williams. I live on Parker Drive. Yes, ma'am. And there's a man. A man. I can't get rid of him. He's been following me for weeks. You've got to do something. You've got to help me. He's been molesting him? Well, he, he keeps coming to my house and asking for things. I'm terribly afraid of him. Now, just a second, lady. Take it easy. Do you know this fellow? His name is Pike. Where did you meet him in the first place? Well, I, I, I gave him money. You what? I gave him some money. He was on a park bench and I, I wanted to help him. You mean you picked him up? Oh, no, no, I only wanted to help him. I, I wanted to do something for someone, and I... So you started a conversation with a stranger and gave him money? Oh, you, you, you don't understand. What else did you give him? What? Why, a, a, a suit of clothes. It belonged to my husband. Okay, he... lady. You better be on your way. What is the matter with you? Why won't you give me protection? Protection from what? Spike! Has he threatened you? Oh, no, no, he hasn't. Hasn't made any threats. Is it he... a case of assault and battery, maybe? Did he hit you? No, no, he, he never... Did he steal anything from you? No, but it's worse than that. Is it? It, it, it is... It's what? You, you don't believe me, do you? Yes, I believe you, lady. You picked up a tramp and gave him clothes and money. He doesn't touch you and he doesn't steal from you. So now I'm supposed to slap him in jail. On what charge, may I ask? <laughs> Kill me if you don't help me. My advice to you, lady, is to meet your boyfriends at bridge parties and not on park benches. Wait a minute. I want you to talk to somebody. Who? There's a doctor inside. You don't look so good. Maybe you need a little stimulant. <gasps> now you think I'm crazy. Look, let's just take it easy. Oh! Hey, come back. Come back here. you, madam? Do you sell guns here? Uh, hunting guns, yes, madam. Give me one. What kind, please? What kind have you got? Well, we have rifles for duck shooting and larger models for bigger game. Let me see a larger model. Very well. Uh, this is the Mannlicker, .256, used for big game mostly, leopards and lions. And, and this one? Well, this is the most powerful model we have. It's a .450 high-velocity job. Well, kick like a mule and stop a mad elephant at 100 yards. I'll take it. You must be going after dangerous game. Yes. I'm, I'm going after the most dangerous game of all. Come in. Come in, Pike. I want to see you. Come in! Natalie! Oh, 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 
you. What on earth are you doing with that ugly-looking rifle? Why did you come home, Eve? My plane was grounded. Natalie, what's going on here? Why are you pointing that gun at the door? I'm... I'm waiting for a visitor. Natalie, for heaven's sake! Don't fear, Eve. It's either him or me. I know why he follows me. Now he wants my life. He's got everything else, and now he wants my life. Give me that gun, Natalie. Don't touch me! Your ear, your ear, darling. Oh, please listen to reason. Give me the gun. I'm going to sit here until he walks inside that door. And, and then I'll pull the trigger. Who are you talking about? Pike. Pike. The tramp. The parasite. I can't wait any longer. I've got to get him now before he gets me. But that's murder. It's self-defense. Oh, don't you see what you're doing? Oh, darling, you're so ill. Let me call the doctor. Sit down, Eve. Natalie, sit down and don't interfere. <gasps> Natalie, open the door for him, Eve. Natalie, with a lot of... Open the door, I said. Then stand aside. I won't. I won't open it. It's open. Come in. Natalie, don't... What's the big idea, lady? Here, give me I... that gun. Yeah, this is some cannon. It's a hunting gun, Sergeant. What were you expecting to walk through that door? A rhinoceros? Oh, uh, we're planning a hunting trip. Um, aren't we, Natalie? We're going to Africa or, or to India or somewhere, and... You're and... Mrs. Natalie William? Uh, yes. You're the lady who came into the station a few hours ago. Yes, I am. Hmm. I got some news for you, lady. But I'm not sure as how I ought to yank you in on suspicion. Now, now, officer, this woman is a friend of mine. I can provide character witnesses for her. Now, look, officer, I see no reason why we can't clean a rifle in my own home. It's a hunting gun, and we weren't concealing anything. All right, all right. Stop chewing my ear off. Sergeant, you, you, you said you had news for me. Yes. A fellow named Pike fell in front of a train half an hour ago. He had no identification on him except this card with your name on it. It is yours, isn't it? Yes, I, I gave it to him. Well, he's dead now, poor fellow. A more harmless-looking guy I never saw. Looked like he wouldn't have to fly. Just a tramp was all he was, a down and outer. What in the name of all that's sensible made you think he was bad? I... I don't know. Now that... He's gone. I don't know. Catch her, Sergeant. She's fainting. <laughs> Easy, lady. Oh. Maybe, maybe the, the joke's on me. Oh, yes. Maybe, maybe he was harmless after all. the poet might have ended the story with a couplet such as this. Fancy, like the finger of a clock, runs the great circuit and is still at home. The clock will be heard again next week, same time. This program was written by Lawrence Clee with Hart McGuire as the clock. You heard Marie Clark as Natalie and Ozzie Wenburn as Pike with Muriel Steinbeck and Gordon Glenwright. The clock directed by John Saul, is a Grace Gibson radio production.